This episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast is brought to you in part by No Judges Needed BJJ Apparel and Lavender Lane CBD Products. You can use the promo code JJT for 20% off your first order at No Judges Needed and the code JJTimes20, all uppercase, last two items are numerical, for 20% off your first order of CBD products. Thank you very much for sticking with us. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Uh, back again for another installment of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. Uh, once again, I am flying solo. I guess that Kevin Bradley is very hard to pin down these days. Uh, probably somewhere studying his uh, higher learning. Um, did I tell you that he is a uh, Oxford graduate, by the way, Oxford student? But we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Bradley's busy these days. Uh, so I'm going to go solo again on the uh, the podcast today. So I'll do my best to get through this and, and make it as entertaining as possible. But today we have a very special guest and a very current guest because uh, he's off a big fight with Mr. AJ Agazam in Bellator that was heavily disputed. I mean, I watched the fight. I don't know what the dispute's about, but <laughs> we, could get, we could get into that. Um he is professional MMA fighter with a seven and two professional record, Bellator fighter, eight and zero amateur record. Mister Chris Sunshine Lincioni, thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. Hi, <laughs> yeah, awesome, bro. Good, 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 bro. So, uh, how's it going today, man? You doing all right? You getting some training in a little bit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of training. Did a bod pod thing today, getting my uh, body fat and all that stuff figured out. You know, metabolic rate. You know, after yeah. every fight, I just like to go through a whole, like, kind of, sounds silly, but like a detox yeah. cleanse thing. You know, you get a lot of injuries and stuff internally and externally and like, fighters and even jiu-jitsu guys for sure. But, like, fighting? Oh, 100%. Because uh, you just, little things happen, man. Like, perfect example in my fight, uh, AJ, I think, was trying in the third round to, like, target my broken leg. Well, it's not broken, but it's still, it has little fractures in it. And, uh. He was like kicking the sh out of it, right? And I was like, kick it. And so he actually was kicking the tibia. But like, even still, that wasn't healed, you know, just because it's all bruised up. Stuff like that, if you just let it, if you don't like take care of it, it'll mess you up in the future. See, like Sean O'Malley. Yeah, exactly. I feel bad for that poor kid, man. Like, it's it's it's, it's sad. Like, you know, there's, I, I feel bad for him simply because I was excited to see the direction of the future for him. Any, anytime I see a fighter come up and, and, and they have a claim, it's always interesting to me, like him or love him to see where it goes. It just makes – it upsets me to see something as odd as an ankle twist pretty much derail that whole train. <laughs> but it also tells that you how hard it is to do that. Kick. Yeah, it's a nerve kick too, man. It was a, yeah. It's a real kick. Real kick. It'll yeah. the nerve is that down. what they were – yeah, I heard, I heard they hit the back of the leg and then they made the leg go dang and then he twisted it, huh? I don't remember the exact nerve, but it's happened to me, and it happened yeah. to me, and I broke my fibula, uh, or uh, yeah, fibula, at the same. Well, not at the same time because I took like three of those kicks in a row. Yeah, it's it's real. It's a real move. Yeah, and that's, that's what happens. Your ankle, you can't control it. It's just like freaking just limp, dude. It's awful. It looked weird too when he went down. Like he just kind of did that little stutter step thing he does to try to close the distance, and his foot just went boop, <laughs> just limped turns, right over. It and just turns off, bro. Yeah, turns off and you can't turn it back on. You're like, damn, this is uh, what do I do now? Shoot and a takedown, dumbass. Yeah, That's yeah what you're then, do. right, exactly. He tried. Uh, he 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 threw a couple big bombs to try yeah. to 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 try to put put Cheeto away. But like when you're in there with a big guy like Cheeto and you can't stand on your feet, like it was it was almost a mercy stopping by uh by Herb Dean at the end. Agreed. I agree. 
Well, let's not talk about uh, Sean O'Malley because we're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about your fight. So, yeah. um, let's talk a little bit about first of all, what happened between you and AJ? Because, like, obviously, AJ is what happened between you and AJ. But leading up to the fight and watching the fight, because I watched it on re- I watched it live, kind of in and out, and then I watched it on replay again today. It appeared to me that you guys just do not like each other. Was, was there something that happened leading up to that? Kind of some bu- bad blood. Oh, there's so the much. Fight? There's so much, man. I've done a, I've done a couple, uh, you know, interviews about like the the previous beef. But like the fact is, is that dude is just like uh, self destructive. He's a self destructive uh, boy, right? So it wasn't it wasn't hard to you know not get along uh, with them. You either love me or hate me, right? And if right. you're a bully, you're gonna hate me right away, dude. I'm sheepdog status in this thing. I'll sniff you right out. Um, and uh, it was so easy to just get under his skin and just ruin his day. I loved it, man. Yeah, ah, I, I, wish, I wish I could rewind it, but maybe we'll <laughs> see. You know, I think I thought about it all week. I told my wife, I was like, "Damn, you know, you're just not gonna get many of those in your career." Where you just like like poetic justice, like some people they win, they lose, you know, they have good fights, like like I don't know, like DC and that that fight this weekend that was hard for a lot of people because it's like ah, who do you want to win, right? But it was like very clearly, like ninety nine percent of the population of MMA and Jiu Jitsu wanted AJ to get his ass handed to him, and that's exactly what I said to myself I was like not putting him away, I'm gonna make him pay. <laughs> yeah, he he um. AJ has he's made a name for himself by becoming that that uh what's the heel the heel and, and, yeah and there, there's I there's a part of me that understands there's a need for that there's a necessity of that I don't like it but I guess it's part of athletics it's not who I am it's not the person I'd like to be and sometimes I I, I feel it's a bit uh, distasteful but right. you know he does back it up with some sort of, of, of ability. Like he goes out there, he wins fights. Sometimes he does on a pretty good show and he, and he tries yeah. his best, particularly in the jiu-jitsu side. I don't know sometimes about the MMA. He looked okay. He, he didn't see, he still has some things to work on. I think he's just an example of there's someone they're trying to push simply because he is the name that brings and bring in seats. Bellator is big about that stuff. Yeah. But like AJ to me in general, like I, I was a bit, he, he's, he's done a good job. Of putting himself in the position to be able I, to I get in those. Think, uh, I think not to contradict any. No. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let me see what's going on here. You might be your your internet's kind of crapping out on us or her a little um, bit. Yeah, he, he. You know. You know. Can you hear me very well? Yeah, I can hear you. I know my internet's not the best. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Oh, sorry, folks. We had a little uh, technical difficulty. We were talking about AJ Agazon and his uh, ability to piss people off. And Chris, go ahead and continue where we left off. <laughs> so, uh, part of being the heel, right, is like this commit commitment to like a role, right? Like, oh, I'm I'm the bad guy, and it's got to be fun. Like, you got to get people into it. But with him, it's not an act. Like, he really is just like an asshole, and and not even a good asshole, man. Like. You know, you watch the movies. We all like Ryan Reynolds. We like some of those guys. He's just a straight-up dick, man. And, you know, Bellator people didn't like him. Anyone that interacted with him was like, ooh, like, who is this guy? Who did, he thinks this shit doesn't stink, man. And uh, as far as the fighting goes, man, he had an 8-0 record, too, just like me as an amateur. And he he had a 3-1 and record. He was on a three-fight win streak. 
So this whole, like, you know, everyone's giving them flack for not being a good fighter. I'm good. I do that to people. I make them look bad. I mean, and I've done that before. I, I didn't get 15, win, 14 wins under my belt before AJ by just being some average jujitsu guy or average fighter, you know. Um, my only two losses came to two pretty legit guys. One of them, I, I'm totally convinced he was on the sauce. And the other one uh, was just a high-level wrestler that just wrestled wrestled the hell out of me and changed my whole jujitsu game because I was so confident on the bottom. And you go against one of those wrestlers that just doesn't play around. It made me have to switch things up. So, you know, I don't like people knocking AJ's skills, you know. But just all I, I tell people, Wikipedia him, man. He's got a huge freaking list of accomplishments. And I went out there and fought scrambles, let him take my back. I mean, I really did. I let him take my back to prove a point that I can hang with the best in the world as far as jujitsu goes and, and apply it in a real life situation like a fight. You know, even with all those illegal strikes, man, I could have freaking stomped his face in right off the bat when I knocked him down. Lead up, lead hook, uppercut, you know, and that was it. Yeah, you know, I we could talk a little bit about a, a little bit about the illegal strikes because I, 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 it's funny you say that because I, I've known AJ for a long time. I knew AJ when he was a kid. I kind of know him somewhat personally. We've been in the same Central Florida jujitsu scene for a long time. He used to ref mm. matches that I competed in. I actually, I actually coached him. I was in the room and, and was there. He needed a coach, and I helped him at the at, coached him mad side at the worlds a couple wow. uh, a couple years back. It's, so like I know him quite personally, and it's weird because the person that I know him personally like is is a pretty good kid. Like he's not that bad. He's a little bit cocky, a little bit arrogant. But you know when you've reached that amount of acclaim, just like you said, you know he's a he's a world class jujitsu practitioner. Yeah. You know people could say whatever whatever they want to say about him. His jujitsu is on point. But yeah. when I saw him the other night, you know, some of the tactics that he was using were just plain dirty. Like the headbutt was a headbutt. I watched it like four times and I wanted to say, hey, AJ, oh, uh, maybe, he, you know, he no, he brought his head right. back up again and he brought it back down. He wasn't fighting for position. He wasn't using his head to, to, to get show, to pressure. He brought his head down. In a headbutt. Then at the end of the fight, he doesn't shake your hand and walks away. The referee literally grabbed him and pulled him back into the cage and said, look, fight's over. You guys shake hands. Even if you hate each other, you shake hands. And he still wouldn't do it. Like, those are things that, you know, as a professional athlete, you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be allowed to be doing. And promotions aren't going to keep you allowed. You're not. It doesn't care if you're the hammer or not. They're not going to keep you around much longer after that. There's eyes on you every, every, you know, every second when you're on that TV and everything like that. And I may do some silly things and he, he like questioned my credibility as a coach. You know, I have a pretty big, you know, kids program, which is kind of like messed up right now because of the whole, you know, shutdown, especially in our state. They're super crazy about it, man. Like they keep changing the rules every week. So I don't, I don't even want to get into that, but uh, (laughs) I stand by, uh, you know, a majority of what I say. And if I say something that I feel like, oh, that wasn't too good. I'll correct it right there on the spot. And, and everyone's like, yeah, you, know, you even called him a kid yourself, right? He's like 35 fucking years old, dude. He's a grown-ass man, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, I've been on my own since I was about 15, dude. And I'm 26. I just turned 26. And I would never do that, man. I don't care how big your ego is and how you don't like losing. Like, I've been in positions. I was held down for three rounds in a fight. Not once did I do anything illegal. There was like – actually, I will say one thing I'll, I'll, about my myself on that. In one of my old fights against Taiwan, I was trying to do like a push off kind of thing, and I like up kicked him, which AJ did as well. You don't up kick someone that's down on the ground with you; that's illegal. 
And I was like, ah, shit, I remember that because I saw a picture of it and I was like, oh. And I told him, I was like, hey, my bad, dude, you know. And, and like, we have good dialogue, you know. We And I hated that guy for a minute, you know, because he just did not want to fight me. And he just held me down for three rounds. And I was like, what is this shit? This isn't fighting. Right. But uh, that's part of the game, dude. That's part of the game. So, yeah, you know, you watch you you watch that fight and it was clear that you guys don't like each other. And I don't care about that. Like, I get I, I you know, whatever. If you don't like the guy you're fighting against while you're fighting before you're fighting, that's all said and done. But when you go yeah. in the cage and in and, and, and two dudes, they, there's like a, a Bushido code of combat mm-hmm. that at the end, hey, you know what? I worked my ass off. You worked your ass off. We all we both put ourselves in harm ways. You know, the better guy won tonight. Let's shake on this thing, call it a day, and move on with our lives. You know, fight. Life goes on. I don't really hate you. You don't really hate me. But apparently, AJ really just hates people. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, dude. And like, I don't like people invalidating my work. I'm not. I don't have an ego too much. You know, I mean, as much as anyone, I try to keep myself pretty grounded because I've gotten my ass kicked my whole career. Like, I get my ass kicked every hell, dude. I was training with some, you know, uh, blue belts of mine that I've trained, and they're whooping my ass yesterday. You know, I'm like, fuck. You know, gi, gi time, 80-something degrees. It was awful. And I'm like, that's just beautiful, right? That's jujitsu. That's martial arts lifestyle. Um, but then, like, after the fight, all this shit he's posted about, oh, I did, you know, this is what broke my knee. Or, ah, I just really like to win. That's why I acted the way I do. Like, that kind of shit. Just like, no, own your shit, dude. Own your shit. You're 30-something years old. You know, I kicked you in the knee three damn times. I know that's what did it. I even saw it, you know. I elbowed you multiple times. I beat you. I mean, like all this stuff, man. Just say it. You know, it's all good. You don't have to play the heel at this point, man. I mean, it's like so bad. Just move well, on. Well, let's talk a little bit about the actual fight, a little bit more yeah. about some of the some of the, the, the things that went down in the fight. Because yeah. I, I I watched the fight. Because yeah, when I neat. again, when I just to be honest with you, when I watched the fight, kind of in passing. You know, again, I didn't really. I was watching it on Instagram. I don't hate I you. It's okay. I don't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, man? Yeah, no. No, I'm just hungry. Hands after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's so, cool. My my best friends didn't even watch it. I was like, dude, fuck you. He's like, hey, good job. I'm like, you watch it? <laughs> no, but I saw the clip on uh, I saw the clip on Instagram and I and I was looking at it on Instagram. And as I was watching it, I was kind of doing other things and 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 I had, I saw AJ winning some of the positional uh, mm-hmm. exchanges, right? So I didn't do anything else. I don't even think I watched the third round. And then at the end of the fight, because AJ posted it in my mind, I thought, Oh, AJ must've won that fight. And then I saw the uproar. And in my mind, I was thinking, Oh, you know what, man? Like maybe AJ got a raw, got a bad, got a bad, bad hand on this. But then I went back and watched it again. And I watched it piece by piece. And I don't think he won around. Like, no. and I mean, in, the main reason I say this is because you talk about the differences between jujitsu and MMA. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of high-level jujitsu guys that have tried to make a run at MMA and not just got there. And the reason being is damage. That yeah. main, main word. And when he when the difference between that fight is when he was in dominant positions. He was not trying to inflict damage, and you were doing a good job of keeping him from going for this mission. When you were in the dominant positions, you were inflicting damage. Tell us a little bit about what BJJ and MMA is about. Yeah, man. I mean, grappling grappling versus fighting, right? Like, period. Like, whether you're doing sambo, catch wrestling, all that stuff. Uh, 
you got to You got to train it. You got to put the small gloves on. You got to drill it. You got to, there's just, it's two different worlds, right? I mean, everyone gets that. I, I like that old, uh, Gracie, uh, freaking quote where it's like, can I get hit in the face where like anywhere serious, right? While I'm doing this. And that's the way I've always trained. So I have had, I've struggled in like jujitsu only matches with like, man, like a dude heel hooking me. And I'm just like, you're about to get the, the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to rain hand of God on you right now, dude. Uh, and so in that fight, a really good example, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He took me down. Yeah. He took my back. Yeah. I escaped. Yes. I defended the position. I also reversed the position and did damage and passed and threatened multiple submissions where I don't think he actually threatened a single one, even when he was on my knee, you know, fiddling around for that heel hook knee bar combo, which I've, I've been in a million times. I just was like, I myself a little cocky, right? I'm like, ah, I've been here a million times. I feel this. I'm good. And then I was like, ah, oh, he's just tripping me. It was just stupid. Right? Like, you know, when like a kid trips you yeah. and he's on your ankle and you're like, what the, fuck? why did I just go down? You're yeah. like, you know, three feet tall. You shouldn't have tripped me. Um, and just MMA is a different world. And I think you got to train it. You got to tell yourself you're either a sports school, right? Or you're a self-defense school. And it's hard to do. I mean, it's hard to do both, but it, it can be done. Obviously, a lot of schools do it. Uh, yeah. I like the self-defense side of it, personally. I have a lot of people in that, you know, area. Yeah, so. I see I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of uh, MMA matches and a lot of jiu-jitsu guys. And I think, like, the only guy that I know of that comes to mind that it's just a pure jujitsu guy that figures out a way to make it work is Damian Maya. And, you know, Damian yeah. Maya is just at another level as everyone else. Now he still had to figure out how to fight on his feet. He still had to figure out ways to incorporate punches <laughs> to make it happen, but yeah. his ability to use pure jujitsu, he, he prides himself on that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now nah, my shoulders are tight. You I'll get, tell you, you someone else. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Ryan, Ryan Hall, man. Right. Uh, right. Ryan Hall. Is that the guy, the mm -hmm. weird one that looks like yep. this? Yeah, yeah, the, uh, he's he's got the uh, what's he, he has uh, Tourette syndrome. He does look he does look oh, weird. Shit, does he have Tourette's? Yeah, yeah it's no big deal. You're an asshole, but it's fine. <laughs> oh shit, dude! But I that doesn't not. make him look like a monkey. So I guess you you could talk about that. So. No, he's not a monkey. I just like his cauliflower ears are huge. He's always yeah. making that face, and I thought right. he was just an asshole. So now I'm the asshole. <laughs> oh, he's actually a pretty nice guy, but it's fine. Oh, <laughs> That's no big no. deal. <laughs> I haven't made fun of someone in a long time like that. Uh, <laughs> He is a great jits guy, man. And right. he utilizes the Taekwondo side karate, you know, Taekwondo karate, mm -hmm. whatever horse, almost like side stance um, to implement high level grappling. And I'm like, oh man, I love that. And if there's ever anyone I want to fight, I would love to fight Ryan Hall. That's such a cool fight, man. You know, but I have my eye on a couple other, like, I like fighting the jits guys. I'm a jits guy first. I mean, I did Taekwondo mm -hmm. growing up, but when I said I'm doing MMA, I was all jujitsu. I did jujitsu for six months, took a fight, Right, so six months of training, then took a fight, and then wait, and on eight on an eight and no tear. So I did eight fights in nine months, and then I just kept building off of that. Went pro, kept building my striking, and now my striking game evolved past my jujitsu. Um, and that's the thing, like all these guys have been around forever, man. So I hate when people give them, you know, they give them like, oh, he looked like crap. Well, he just needs to work on. It. He just needs time. People have time; they're just not making the time. So. Yeah, he he. I think AJ is a classic example of like, you know, like yourself, you've, you've had, what is it? 14 fights now, 15 fights, 16 fights, 17, Se 17, 17 fights. Right. I mean, so 
Like that's a long time to hone your craft. You know, yeah. and AJ is another example of one of the guys that has a name, like Dylan Donathan. It's the same thing. They have a decent the anus. Name. The anus. Names, right, right. <laughs> they have a name on the jujitsu circuit, so they know that they will pull jujitsu practitioners to come watch their fights. Yeah. So they kind of pump them up the ranks a little bit. And sometimes, based upon their jujitsu, they can get it done. But they're not really skilled in the art of MMA enough to be able to be considered, you know, considerable assets or considerable uh fighters or considerable uh champions or whatever in, in the sport yeah man or winning the fight what what i mean what should you do if you can't win a fight man yeah i hate to yeah. say it like you, you know, know one of the things i noticed too and this is this is what i noticed about talking more about other guys that use mm -hmm. jujitsu in in mma because mm -hmm. i thought about this a lot because i i've talked to a bunch of different people billy quarantello i don't know if he's one of my fighters one of the guys that trains with me at uh he fights at the ufc now he yeah he's, he's sick yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. I yeah, watched he, this fight. Yeah, yeah it was against the redhead. Like, yeah, the redhead. Oh, what a what a great fight! What a tough fight that was, man. I don't know how that dude passes a drug test. <laughs> he's oh, on the ginger dude. juice, <laughs> dude. I mean, you know, I I know, I know, dude. I see guys. That's I, you know, you eat a little bit wrong, and and you still look like this. I mean, sure, maybe genetics is it. No, fuck right. that, dude. That ain't genetics. <laughs> I like so, this. His like fight this. was great, dude. I like. Yeah. Billy Q. I was yeah. a fan. The I fucking guy didn't make way to you. That pissed me off. He, if he, if he would have, if he would have had to suck out to get down to forty-five instead of fighting yeah. fifty, he wanted to fight at fifty-five, right. and Billy made him cut that extra five pounds. I think Billy would have finished. That's right. That's yeah. right. They're featherweights, and that guy didn't even. Uh, didn't he didn't even, make uh, weight. Yeah. Yeah. He called like five days out That's and asked asshole. to do it at fifty-five. Yeah. He's like screw you, dude. You know you're not going to make weight. You know. You know. Come on, bro. Happened Dana. To me. Dana. Happened yeah. To me. I know. I know what you mean. Ah. Uh, it's a pain in the butt. But anyway, the, the point I'm trying to make Fuck is this, that is that like what what I noticed that guys like you, know, you talk about guys like Frankie Edgar, you talk about guys like uh, Billy Q is that, you know, jujitsu is about more than just having a sick guard and being able to work off your back and and, and, and being able to 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 go for cool triangles and arm bars yeah. and leg locks. Inversion. That's cool. Right. But the idea of being able to control positional dominance and negate your other your opponent's jujitsu while you're inflicting damage are things that real high level jujitsu practitioners in MMA do very effective. And I think that that's thing, something that I noticed that you did that you that, that you worked on pretty well. Is is that something that you do because you have spent <laughs> right? And, and is that something? Have you have you been fighting MMA throughout the course of your jujitsu career? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, my coaches, I had, you know, some interesting coaches, dude. I'm sure everybody has some crazy, uh, you know, Brazilian professor stories. <laughs> Let's put it that way, right? Uh, they beat the fuck out of me. They beat the fuck out of me. They did right. not like me. They pretended they liked me. They beat the <laughs> shit out of me. And I never left because I wanted to do this. And it was the only place I could train. And uh, you learn how – I mean, I had guys, dude – I had guys punching me when we were just doing jujitsu, like crazy shit, dude. Like guys would come in and they're like, yeah, go with sunshine. And then they would fucking cheap shot me and be like, ah, no big deal. You know, just shake it off. I'm like, no, bro, that's fucking assault. Like I was going to college <laughs> for criminal justice. I'm like, we have rules. We signed the waivers, but we have rules. Like this is in a gi class, bro. So I've learned <laughs> so much. I know I, la I would laugh too hearing it, but it is like, it, it fucked with me for a while. It took a long time. I'd go home and tell my wife, I'm like, what the? fuck is this and she's like look at these other academies that doesn't happen there i mean 
And I did, I traveled around, I talked to a lot of different fighters and it's like, dude, that's, I mean, it's like, there's either a school that's like, got it good or got kind of, you know, adapted or hasn't adapted. Let's just put it that way. And I was, that's, I guess part of it is being at a place that was like that, that was grimy and like, fuck you, we're going to fight, got me good. But also there's ways to do that in another way. I'm not going to train anybody like that. You know, my fighters aren't going to do that when I have a fight team. Um, And when I go to high level camps, they're not doing that. Uh, They're training at jiu-jitsu, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. But you need to implement strikes into everything when you're doing your jiu-jitsu, into every position. And you'll look and see, oh, shit, this deep half, you know, sweep is not a good idea, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Worm guard, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's obviously not going to work. You know, uh, that, you know, God, two-on-one trying to, you know, there's so many different moves that I had to, like, throw away. And I bust them out only in the gi. And then my students were like, oh, shit, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, don't do it in a fight. (laughs) Yeah, right. Cool right now. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's that's a very underutilized skill and, and when you see guys like like it's perfect like frankie Edgar, perfect example frankie Edgar's is known for not passing guard like when yeah. you get inside frankie Edgar's guard joe lazone's another one joe lazone doesn't care about passing your guard when you when yeah. you're when he takes you down and you close close guard like the jujitsu philosophy is pass the guard advanced position which again still works fine for you but the idea of saying if I'm on my if, if I'm in your close guard, like my jujitsu is a black belt level, I can sit on top of you, hold your hips till you to where you can't move, you can't go for those triangles. And if you do go for the triangles, I'm gonna pass or I'm gonna advance position. And while I'm doing that, I can just rain down fire. Like that's a very underappreciated element of, of BJJ and MMA that guys just don't think about. Which yeah, congratulations, Chris. You did a pretty good job. I was impressed to be able to do that to AJ. Was very impressive. So I, was, I mean, I, I was just that reminded me of my fight. I was like, yeah, I think I stuffed like two or three triangles in the guard, and then the first elbow split him open, dude. I mean, yeah. I fuck that guy. I don't even like that shit. Talk too much, like yeah. in this, like after a fight, I just let it go. But man, you know, they weren't giving me my credit. It was AJ this, <laughs> AJ that, like you know, right. jujitsu time, it's like AJ Agus arm, and it's not like it's not saying brown belt Chris Lencioni beats the shit out of multiple world champ black belt. I'm like, yeah, give me that. We we will make sure to give you your due in the title. I just want to keep working, man. I've competed against black belts. I was, you know, I, I had beaten some as a blue belt. I had beaten some as a purple and then a brown and I respect the art and I, I love it. Like on a total personal note, I just love it. I'm in it for life. I wouldn't open up an academy and dedicate, you know, a hundred hours plus a week. Right doing this if I didn't love it. Like I have a fucking degree, man. I fight right. people for a living. I could just go do that. I could shut it down and just do $500 private lessons to the, you know, uh, hot old ladies out there. <laughs> Shout out to the hot old ladies. You know, I, I, I'll still do it. I'll still do it, but I can't, I don't have a lot of time. They definitely need, so. they definitely need, uh, need self-defense and you're, you're a good yeah, man for, yeah. for looking out for the, for the hot, for the hot old ladies out there. But you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing the hot old lady routine. I have an academy. Yeah. I'm building up. It's better to help, you know, these kids that are having troubles. My wife just texted me. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, That's great. And, uh, you know, it's better. I like that whole philosophy better to help the kids now than try to fix like broken adults and stuff. You know, I can't stand that. I mean, I'm not about, I'm not like, Oh, I'm not going to help adults when they come in, but 
you know, if you're not, I don't, I'm not even going to remember your name if you're not showing up, you know, every day for a couple months. <laughs> That's usually so. what I tell them too. Like, I, I hate to say it and I try to do my best with it, but I, I, I have a hard time even remembering their names until they get a purple belt. Like, it's just because they just, they come and, they come and go so much. Like, when, yeah. when you're a blue belt, white belt, like, hey, I'll kind of see you around. And if, when you get your purple belt, I know you ain't going nowhere. I know you're going to stay for a while. So then I'll, yeah, I'll exactly. Good. Exactly. Then you're human. Yeah. You're human to me. Let's yeah, talk. Man. So did you start training in Oregon? Is that, um, is that, yep. is that home for you? Yeah, man, that's home. I was in Southern Oregon. I went to like this weird little warehouse and it was kind of a black belt there. I don't know. It was super weird. I went there like twice and I was like, Ugh. I was moving to Portland anyways to finish school. Um, because I was like at Southern Oregon and it was like a, it was like a party college. Dude. It was so easy. I, uh, I went from like flunking out the first year to like straight A's, straight A's, straight A's. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's all it took. Like, <laughs> massive ADHD, first generation, independent college student. Uh, they, could, they were like giving me all this. They're like, you could take all the pills. You could you can have your own private room and you do your tests. And I'm like, no, fuck all that. I got to figure it out for myself. I can't take pills the rest of my life. So I like did cold turkey on all that and just, you know, shut the fuck up and got to work. Straight A's. I was like, this is too easy. Portland State, I hear, is really hard. And this was before they went all fucking like, ooh, the president's about to get elected. Let's all like, we need we need safe spaces. So then they like went full safe space on us there. And I was like, what the fuck? So I like hustled, got it done. And while I was doing that, my buddy was like, go to this fucking Gracie Baja. And I'm like, what's that? You know, I didn't even know much about you. I knew Chael. That was like one of the only fighters I knew. But I was like, damn, that guy's fucking hilarious. He's so cool. And I go in on my first day. He's there. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh wow. I'm in it for life. Uh, yeah, he was great. He remembered my name. He had just had his first kid or whatever, and now he's got like two kids. And it's like they're old, and he, his kid makes fun of me. Like <laughs> he like uh, he gave me like a wet willy or something at one of the last amateur promotions. He was there, you know, in Portland, and I'm like, dude, this is just crazy watching everyone grow up and being in this life. That's it. cool. It's cool when you. How old are you now? I'm 26. 26, oh, yeah. but I've been yeah, on my it own. Get better. I've been on my own for a minute, man. It's yeah, I feel a little older. Yeah, but, you start, uh, when you start when you get you you start to see kids that are that were babies that are starting to be like grown ups now. It's it's an odd thing. It's it's a weird thing to see sometimes. It, it is, huh? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I, I you know we'll I was in there. an in home daycare when I was younger, you know, and I yeah. I noticed a difference. But I, it, as an adult, I haven't seen it too much yet. Only a couple years of difference, and that's weird enough, dude. So <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about Oregon because I coming up in Oregon, you talked a lot about like you know, there's, there's like a toughness to that area. Cause there's something about that Northeastern like manly man kind of wilderness kind of figure that, that it's, it's weird because people from the Northeast are very polite and they're very nice, but there's also a ruggedness to them that breeds that, that tough nature. Is that mm -hmm. something that you noticed in, in, in the jujitsu schools and in the martial arts schools in the Midwest? Um, yeah, in the Pacific, we call it the PNW. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. Uh, no, everyone's weird. They're tough as fuck. They'll kill you. They'll skin you. Everyone's got guns, but they're so damn polite, like Canadian polite almost, uh, <laughs> but not quite, you know, because those guys are kind of pushovers. Um, but just very upfront and weird. And I'm weird. I never fit in in California. I was born in Iowa. I enjoyed I enjoyed out there. I, I visited it a few times. Uh, and I did not, I did not like California. Jeez, I didn't like it. I don't like it now. It's awful. I would only go down there to continue training at Huntington Beach, Ultimate Training Center. 
I love the Pacific Northwest and the people are great. Yeah, they'll kill you and they'll skin you though. They'll, don't fuck with them, you know. But they're <laughs> they'll help you out as much, you know. At the same time, big hearts, like very big hearts. So did did you wrestle before you did uh before you did MMA? Yeah, and I tried to walk on at Southern Oregon University, which is a really big wrestling school. Uh, Austin Vanderford was like a uh, he was graduated by then. Uh, he was like one of the, like the captains or like coaches or something. I just remember seeing him and a couple other fighters. Uh, that are all now uh, a couple other wrestlers are all fighters now and they were just like pumping iron dude like fucking like 350 yeah i don't know what they're fucking huge right and i'm like oh shit and i was this little fat kid freshman mm, where's all the girls at bro <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they're like you need to bulk up not austin didn't tell me this one of the other coaches did the head coach like we need a 170 pounder and i was like 140 pounds i'm like okay so i just started eating chocolate cake and all this other shit <laughs> and i just got huge so fat off of the ADHD medication, right? Not taking it anymore. Weight goes up. And then I, obviously I got my ass kicked because I was this big fat piece of shit. And so I stopped wrestling. I, I stopped doing anything. I stopped college. I, and then when I came back after like one term or something is when I started doing judo at the college and just like fell in love with the whole MMA thing. It was a weird like 180. I went from hating wrestling my whole life to just like embracing the MMA. I love it, dude. You won't catch me in a wrestling practice, dude. But I'll do, I'll do it all, you know. So it was fun. What a trip, man. Yeah, there, there's something about uh, wrestling that kind of breeds that that weird toughness that that leads to success. I did it all MMA through high school, days. man. I got the toughness. I'm not. It's not that I'm not yeah. tough, man. I fought with a broken leg, you know. I right. fucking took headbutts, and I, sw- I, you know, other guys would be like, ah, my eye, I've been poked, or you know, I got headbutted. I was like, what's up? I'm gonna get off you, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. So. I just wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like it. And I'm very much like, if I don't, if I'm not loving this in some form, even if like, oh, I love the grind. I didn't even love that kind of grind. It was just stupid. No one was teaching me. I didn't even know how to run a double, you know, or any transitions. Chain wrestling. I've learned more wrestling now as an adult fighting than I ever did, you know? So. Yeah. That's cool. I I, I kind of agree with you on that. I mean, I wrestled in high school and I did, I tried to walk on to to wrestle in college and it didn't work out, but. But my jiu- my wrestling has gotten better. Like I feel pretty confident in my wrestling from my jujitsu, just from training jujitsu. Yeah, I'd go beat up some high school kids now, dude. Let's <laughs> let's, go, let's go. I'll fuck them up. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. I'll walk man. on. <laughs> so what what do you got coming up next in Bellator, man? Have Have you talked about any other fights? Have you talked a, about anything else in the future? I'm a free agent, man. I'll do whatever. I can do the jujitsu. I can I can go UFC. I can go Bellator. One FC yeah. probably won't won't like me because I talk a lot and are very yeah. much like their image is like yeah. respect. Yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. But then you hear a lot of crazy shit about them like not paying people or cutting people after like, oh, I'll give you a six fight deal. And then they win their first fight and they're like, Yeah, you dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, there's something fishy about that organization. The one there's something fishy seemed, about seemed all odd. of them, bro. Yeah, all of them. They're, they're all about <laughs> money, son. And I get it. I'm cool. I make the right. money. I'm, I'll make right. some money. Bellator 243 did the most views in, in a Bellator history or something like that. And uh, uh, AJ and I, all of our pre-fight stuff, our fight itself got like as much views as Michael Chandler knocking out Benson Henderson. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that ain't too bad, dude. That ain't too bad. Yeah. That's something to hold on to, man. Sorry, I yeah. gotta pee. I, I always gotta pee like after like You're twenty good. something minutes in an interview. I'm like, you want to go run and pee real quick? We'll click it off and come right back. Go ahead if you want. Good. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> 
So back again after a bathroom break. One more time here with uh, with Mr. Chris Lencioni talking some more uh, some more MMA, some more Bellator news uh, after this big fight with uh, AJ Agazon. So let's get a few more questions in with you. Uh, we got a, we got a little more time to go here. I'll get you keep yeah. keep you going because you're a good kid. I like locking people. I so appreciate you, it. Yeah, man. You talked a little bit about about the recovery process in the beginning stages. How you're taking some time off to let your body heal up. Um, just for people, the folks at home that, that don't necessarily understand what it's like to to get ready for a, a big time MMA fight or an MMA fight in general, like sometimes the actual fight is the least of the problems. Like the injuries and the things that occur, like in the fight, mm-hmm. are sometimes the easiest part. Like it's the idea of going through a six week training camp. That's pretty standard. I don't know what you go through, but the idea of going through the training process of, 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 of an extended training camp beforehand that sometimes does the damage to you. Tell us a little bit about why you take that time off and how you feel about that. So I always do a week. Um, and I've actually gotten into like huge arguments. It's one of the arguments I got into with my old, uh, uh, gym or whatever, you know, cause I always take a week off of fights. It's such a big deal for that one week. Right. And I had so many people just like blowing my shit up. They're like, God, come do this, come do that. You know? And I'm like, if I'll do it, I'll choose to do something. Right. But I'm taking that whole week off. I could like take a cereal box, like freaking, and just go through this like gigantic freaking, uh, list of things that you do when you're going into a fight i mean some of these guys these heavyweights they just stop drinking for a week and then they go fight but like for the rest of us we're professional athletes we're watching our micronutrients our macronutrients right our freaking all of our muscles you have to keep track of all of them and look for any little you know issues with them because one little issue can throw the whole body out of alignment especially when you're cutting down to five percent body fat like a lot of fighters do and fighting, right? You, you're so susceptible to injury, sickness, all sorts of, even though you're super healthy, you can get sick really easy because you got no fat on you. You just, you know, you've got issues with your brain, you're messing with your hormones. Just talking about hormones, you can, I can have a giant chart, right? Of like all the hormones that you need to work just to freaking, you know, pee or, you know, make a baby or something like that. And one of those things being out of whack will fuck up the whole train, right? Um, and everything we do with our fight stuff, it has the potential to do that, especially cutting weight. Like my liver was, was like, like failing. The freaking guy was telling me, he's like, your liver's fucked up. And this is what's going on. I've been, I've been turning all my calls off, man. I don't know how they keep getting through. <laughs> you're good, you know, That's you're good. You're good. Uh, and, uh, so I had to do like a whole liver detox, you know? And so like after a fight, just that one week is just, for the mental and your body still isn't healed you know like i kind of fractured my hand a little bit after my fight because i hit him so much uh and that's still a little hurt you know it's been like eight nine days so very important to do that yeah i mean i think what i what i tell guys and again people will debate this all the time i've had people say no you can't take that time off because you get soft now i i tell my i tell guys that after they have a big competition mate take a week and chill. And like some people don't need this. Some people want to keep going. Some people are like, I'm going to get right back in the gym again. And like some people say, no, no, no. I'm not, not telling you to take three months off and go eat pizza and drink beer and, you know, <laughs> and, and, and go and become a fat, fat waste of life. But there's yeah. something even even aside from the physical recuperation, there's the there's the psychological and the mental recovery. Because when you're in a fight camp, just like you said, 
you're hyper, hyper focused on all those things you talked about. You got to go to bed early. You got to eat right. You got to fucking wash about the hormones and the micronutrients and all yeah. the other things that it takes. Drink and your training. Water. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you kind of need that time to just say, you know what, man, I'm going to go out and not care about anything for a, for a week and just get my life right and go have a party and, and relax and maybe have a couple beers and go to the beach or yeah. something or go out and do whatever you're doing in Oregon, like swing from trees or... <laughs> I don't do that. I know there's a lot of weirdos that do that. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna worry about drinking fucking two gallons of water today. I'm gonna right. just enjoy my life. You know, right. my wife's like, hey, let's get some gluten free vegan pizza because we're both bad with cheese and we don't do the gluten thing because you know it's just I just looked at it. We looked into it. You know, it's like actually kind of there's some legit reasons. It's like, yeah, let's go get that pizza and let's have a little soda too. You know, <laughs> and then the next day I feel like shit because I'm not used to that, but. It reminds you why you why you stick to what you do that whole martial arts lifestyle. So right, it's fun, it, fun balance. And it's funny. Like, when then when you go back and you start training again, you're just refreshed and ready to go. You you got you got to leave. You got a little. You got to live yeah. a little bit sometimes, man. That's a very important. Very important for everyone to realize. Um, you, you you have to give yourself yeah. time to smell the roses, or you just get burnt out. You start to hate what you do. You never want to hate what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I did hate it for a minute. I hated it for a year, and that's when I lost my two fights. So. <laughs> Well, I got I got a few more things I've scribbled down over here in in, yeah. in, in, in some spots, and then I'll I'll let you get out of here. I gotta go eat anyway, man. It's been a long day. Um, oh yeah, amen, so amen. One more thing I noticed just when talking about AJ, we'll talk about AJ one more time, just because whatever. I just I, I have a feeling I I just want to get this off my chest and ask your opinion on it. Like I watched oh, yeah. particularly yeah. in between the rounds. Like a couple of the times when you guys were were, were, were were hamming with each other at the end of the round, um, what were some of the responses he was giving you? Was he talking trash? Was he was he getting nasty with you? Was he kind of gumming with you and stuff like that? Yeah, but he wasn't saying anything coherent. Yeah. Uh, he was just like, "Fuck it, fucking guy, fuck you!" Like the first round, he kicked me in my fucking like knee or hip or something like threw my balance off and kicked me again i'm like fuck you dude like you're just mad i, I beat yeah. you deal with it right. that's the first round yeah. guess what there's two more rounds right. and i'm still gonna beat you and then the second round i'm in my corner i know i am because that's where i took his ass the first round and then i'm sitting there i got out of his guard so it's up to him to roll and move out of the way i'm there and right. he fucking punched me in the chest right in the sternum right and i'm like oh sore plexus hit but i don't show it i'm like ah nice <laughs> and then uh, i got yelled at too but it's just a moment thing right even the referee later was like no 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 totally on him i may be an antagonizer right but there are rules and that's we all antagonize you know nobody was like mad at israel adesanya because he was like taunting you know anderson silva anderson silva didn't go wham and kick him in the nuts or punch him after the round you know uh we got rules and we play that game uh so yeah, he was weird, man. I'm telling you, so I don't know the guy you know is. I don't think too much time with the Diaz's, man. Too much weed. Probably you know what's been dabbing really hard over there. That's the same thing I was gonna bring up. It's funny you brought yeah, that well, up about the Diaz's because I was. Yeah, I think he probably is smoking dabs, and you're absolutely right. But I was, I was gonna bring that up, and and you know he's trained. He's been around the Diaz brothers for a while. There's a couple clips of him going out there with the Diaz brothers in in in, in Vegas when they were trying to interview Nate, and he knows them from the jujitsu connections, but. Like it seemed to me, yeah, it seemed to me that <laughs> yes. that he was taking it, and this is what I'm going to kind of get into my next point about that. He's kind of taking cues from Nick and Nate to try to make himself this tough guy mm -hmm. kind of thing, and and like 
the difference is this is like you know i i love aj but like aj you grew up in like the suburbs of uh you know of of, of central florida and you know and and nate nick grew up right. you know on on the mean streets of uh no, not compton where are they from stockton, where they're stockton, stockton, stockton right, exactly yeah and i make this point to say this is that like i don't mind like you yeah, seem you. like you you, you you can you hear me can you hear me you there we go. We're good. Good enough. Let's see if I can hear you better. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I did. Yep. I did, yeah. You did? You still get nothing, no, huh? Nothing. Mm. Damn, man. Hold on a second. You can just fit fuck hey, you know, man. Finish without me, fucking thing. Killing me, dude. I hate it. Yeah, we might have to, Ben. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Sorry, kid. You're good, buddy. Hey, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, man. man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. So uh we had some extended technical difficulty, uh, unfortunately, but I believe we got enough for the show to, to give you guys some insights. Um, Chris uh, Lencioni is a, is a good dude, man. He's a Bellator fighter, had a great fight with AJ, and it's important to see how well he did with his jiu-jitsu against someone at a highest level as AJ Agassam was uh, and, and still be able to maintain um, and, and, and do some damage against the kid. And, you know, I like him. He was a good dude. He was a fun interview, and I had a good time with him. So uh, that's going to be Kevin Gallagher signing out for the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. Uh, check us out on Spotify, on YouTube. You can go read our articles on the Jiu-Jitsu Times uh, website, on Facebook page, and all the other fun things like that. And you can check me out on Instagram if you'd like. Um, that's going to be all for today. And thank you so much for your time. We'll check you out next time, guys. Take it easy.